Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It is great to have you with us on this uh, bright and shiny Tuesday. This shiny Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that work? I I don't know. It just you know it just glistens and. Somebody scrubbed it or something. I don't wow. know. Wow. Yeah. I love shiny Tuesdays, mm-hmm. personally. I just thought it was just me, but <laughs> now that you're saying that, I kind of feel right? vindicated. See? Shiny Tuesday. Uh, we got some tweets here from the uh, leftovers from yesterday uh, from Aggressive Scent Warrior. Thanks to the tax cuts, I am loaded up with about $4 million in Kohl's cash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Yep. I, and, and I feel guilty every time you, you miss the expiration date because they give you plenty of time and plenty of cash. I know. And there's really no excuse to not go and spend it all. <laughs> it's no wonder Macy's is going out of business. You know, between the internet and Kohl's, mm-hmm. anyway, they're giving you, they're paying you to come shop there. Right. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. They've got their own printing press and I, they can't stop printing Kohl's cash. Crazy. Uh, regarding the new studio and the string above Keith's head over there, uh, did they wrap it up a little bit? Yeah, what are they thinking? They didn't even... That's an important feature huh. to the room. Yeah. Uh, the string is what you pull to shut the co- the country down. And see, pull it, give it a tug and we'll... Wait, actually, there was some... There was a little bit of give up there. I don't know what I just did. <laughs> I saw... Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> Well, they probably just stuffed it up there so it wouldn't be dangling. Uh huh. I would guess. All of a sudden, the tenant on the second floor lands into the studio here. <laughs> What's going on? I was just making copies up there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right. This is good news. Uh, finally, we got a Republican to sign off on a gun control bill. Um, yes. Yeah, Pete King, Republican Pete King, if you can call him a Republican from New York. The douche this guy is. An assault weapons ban. The Democrat leaders have been reluctant to advance, despite strong support among their rank-and-file members in the House, just got its first Republican backer, Long Island Representative Pete King. They are weapons of mass slaughter, he said. I don't need, I don't need them in everyday society. Oh, you don't need them in everyday (laughs) society, Pete? Well, then, okay, I guess no one else does. There you go. The assault weapons ban of 2019 was rolled out in February by uh, Representative David Ciceline from Rhode Island with 190 other Democrats on board. Wow. And now, their first Republican. Yeah. So they only need, what, 27 they only, so they need 218, so if they're up to 191. Mm-hmm. This is just Keith math, so you got to check mm-hmm. it. I mean, so they've, they've obviously got some Democrats who are not on board, and they got, oh, that's true. They yeah. got Pete King on board. That's amazing. Uh, wow. It's not going to take a lot in the Senate either. Uh, no? You just need a couple of defectors. I don't like this. No, it's scary. It's really scary. You, we, we could have a weapons ban. We could have an assault weapons ban, an AR-15 ban. And then... They're going to come for the for the guns. They'll for, first they'll offer a buyback. Then it'll be mandatory. Then nobody will have turned in their guns and or sold back their guns. So then, what do they have to do? Well, they've banned them. They got to come door to door and, and get them, don't they? It's real convenient that I can just speak for myself Jeez. and the people I know. Everybody I know that 
has owned uh, a firearm in the past mm-hmm. has lost them all. Yeah, it's it's a weird phenomenon. I don't, I don't know what happened. It's kind of str- huh. strange. But, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Am I going to sit around and mope about it all day? No. Gun's gone. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> That's all I can tell the authorities. Uh-huh. My gun left a long time ago. I don't know who took it. What happened to it? Maybe I misplaced it at a range or something, and they're using it. I don't know. All right. Well, thank you, good citizen. On to the next yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they'll say. Uh-huh. Thank you, good citizen. On to the next house. Uh-huh. Yeah, probably not. Ugh. Probably not. Uh, oh, wow. A terrifying admission from Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh, she hated to admit this, but she, I guess, felt like she had to. And uh, here's her admission. It's stunning. Um, I hate to admit this fact, but I have uncles who voted for Trump. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, man. I just dropped that on me like that? Yeah, that's frightening. And and that was really a serious moment for her. Look at at the look on her face. No, no, play it one more time. It's really short. Um, Mm. I hate to admit this fact, but I have uncles who voted for Trump. (sighs) Wow. What a uniter that Kirsten Gillibrand is. Of course, I will say this. I mean, I felt the same way about relatives who voted for Obama in 2008. <laughs> okay. I was pretty disgusted with them. Fair enough. Pretty <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> and in 2012, they did not vote for Obama. I thought he was for the little people. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? You listen to me ever? You thought he was for the little people. What? It's like, yeah, hold on a second. That's a pretty big deal, your vote for president. Mm-hmm. And and I know you get this as well when you get together with uh, friends or family. And there's, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they want to talk politics. Well, I don't want to talk politics. Right. But like the one time I want you to listen to me, you don't. Right. That's, right. But you want to know what I think about uh, the assault weapons ban or mm-hmm. or. Or um, affirmative action, or Planned exactly. Parenthood, or can we just can I have the turkey? Come on, let's go. <laughs> but I just I explained right. to you why you shouldn't vote for a Marxist president, and yet you do. Okay, thanks for asking for my opinion on all the other the stuff. The Marxist president was for the little people. Yeah, aren't all Marxists for the little people? I think they are. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so the president is upset with Fox News in in a lot of ways. He's hacked off about the polls they're taking. Uh, and their polls have not been favorable to him lately. I, I don't know how that's happening, but it is. And as he returned to the White House uh, following a summer break at his golf retreat in New Jersey, the president uh, teed off on Fox News expressing aggravation again <laughs> for the polls that showed him trailing some of the Democrats running for president. My worst polls have always been from Fox. I think I actually have, uh, yeah, we got the uh, audio here. Listen to this. Well, Fox has always given me, I'll tell you, Fox is a lot different than it used to be, I can tell you that. Uh, Juan Williams. Mm -hmm. Then they have the wonderful woman that gave Hillary Clinton the questions. That was Mm -hmm. a terrible thing. And all of a sudden, (laughs) she's working for Fox. What's she doing working for Fox? Fox has changed. And my worst mm. polls have always been from Fox. There's something going mm. on at Fox, I'll tell you right now. He'll tell and us I'm not right happy now. with it. <laughs> right I don't know what's happening with Fox, but when they have like a Juan Williams, who's uh-huh. never said a positive thing, and yet when I show up at the Fox building, he's out there, oh, sir, could I have a picture with you? Could I have a picture? <laughs> 
and he was 100% nice. I mean, you've never asked me for a picture. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, they have to run it the way they want to run it. But Fox is different. There's no question about it. Well, yes. The, I mean, mm-hmm. yes and no. I think Fox has changed a little bit maybe since uh, Roger died. Roger Ailes. And he'll tell you right now. <clears throat> and he'll tell you right now. He won't now. tell you tomorrow. He's going to tell you right, right now. Right now. Do you want to know right now? Tough. He's going to tell you right now. <laughs> so, for one thing, it's controlled by uh, Rupert Murdoch's sons now. And they're both liberal. And I think they're, you know, they know it's a cash cow. It brings in $2 billion in profit or something a year. Uh, so, they can't mess with it too much. But I think the attitude is a little bit different at Fox now. But I think their coverage, most of their coverage is the same. Uh, Juan Williams has been there for a long time. Yeah. A long time. And and Donna Brazil is a new addition. But Juan Williams and Geraldo Rivera have been there for a long time. Shepard Smith has been there forever. Since before Glenn was there. Long before. So they've had liberals on that, uh, on the channel. But... I don't know. Maybe he's not getting as much praise as he would like, as he used to on Fox. I mean, they were just in the tank for him. So maybe that's a little bit different. I don't know. Hmm. He was also talking about his crowds uh, that turned up at his rallies last weekend. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Hmm. Every place I go, we have lines outside. Then we have even phony stuff with that. You guys Hmm. were in New Hampshire. Hmm. Maggie was there. You saw that room was packed. And they had thousands, Maggie... There were there thousands of people outside. And then I see some phony website, some wise guys put up. That place was packed. <laughs> and the New York Times actually mm-hmm. saw that. And actually there was a massive flag behind. And even the seats behind, behind. the flag where and- you had no view. <laughs> because those people came down to be on the floor. But the, all of the people, any empty seat, you had the people come down to be on the floor because they were so far away. Plus you had a big flag. Look, Plus, you had a big flag. We had, Don't forget I think the big they flag. 17,000 people outside that couldn't get in. The <coughs> mm-hmm. fire marshals closed it at a certain level. The mm-hmm. arena announced, I don't know the people at the arena, that I broke Elton John's record. What? And then I have fake news. The <laughs> fact is that people tend, during a speech that I make, they love to come down to the floor if they're sitting in the high areas. And they're not allowed, for fire reasons, to, to have any more people. So that was an amazing evening, and you saw the enthusiasms. But but we had a lot of people sitting behind that massive American flag. Yeah, there was a big see, flag. So they moved over, and they moved down, and they came <laughs> down to the floor as the speech started. Sure. But Maggie Haberman was very fair. Right. And she was there, New York and Times. she saw the beginning of that mm-hmm. speech. Every seat was packed. Every seat. But then seat. they tend to come down. They do it all the time. All right. Oh, my God. Goodness. Plus, there was a big flag. Was there now? Yeah, there was a big flag. Well, that's a good point. I'm glad yeah. you brought it up. I hadn't heard that. What about the big flag? Well, yeah, it's a good mention. Were there a lot of people? Mm-hmm. Yes, plus there was a big flag. Was there a big flag there? A really big flag. There there was a big flag, a huge flag. I'd hate to be sitting behind said big flag. Yeah, you don't want to because you can't see anything. You can't see. Then you'd have to come back, come down to exactly. the floor level. Exactly. I, I wish he'd leave the crowd size alone. He, yeah. he doesn't have to set a record wherever he goes. This He's is... the only person I've ever heard continually do this time after time after time after time. We had record-breaking crowds. No, no. He actually claimed there were 17,000 people outside the, the stadium. Hmm. So... He claims oh. inside it was jammed, 
Plus, there were another 17,000 who couldn't get in. Come, was, was come on now. a big giant flag blocking the entrance of the arena? Yeah. And they yeah. just couldn't, couldn't go around couldn't it? Couldn't go around the flag. It was, I guess, a really solid flag. Maybe it was wooden. I don't know. But huh. uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why he feels the need to do this. Just don't worry about it. It's not his best quality? No, it's not. I'll say that. And I don't know that it really gets any independence on board for 2020 when he does this. No, I don't think so either. Because it's clearly, you know, it, it, does anybody believe there were 17,000 people outside the stadium after he broke the Elton John record inside the stadium? I, I don't even know that I believe he broke Elton John's record. Uh, I haven't heard that anywhere but from him, so I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. We should look into that. Yeah, I'm looking. I just because I mean that that is impressive. If if he did, uh, but you would think somebody else would say it. Although maybe not, because the stadium. If the stadium people told him, they can certainly tell everybody else. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, uh, photos have surfaced showing a mock assassination of President Trump. At a Democrat lawmaker's fundraising event, an Illinois lawmaker has apologized after photos from his fundraising event showed uh, attendees simulating an assassination of Donald Trump. Look at that. that that's terrible. That is unbelievable. Mm. You remember the absolute conniption they had when you used the word target for uh, a... Congressional, congressional district, district that you're trying re-election. to yeah that you're trying to win election for and you're targeting that district for uh defeat of the democrat everybody knows what that means they okay. went apoplectic over that and here you dress up somebody in a trump mask and shoot them yeah that's but fine but that's cool no that's we're fine. good photos taken at a fundraising event for illinois state senator martin sandoval showed one attendee pointing a fake gun at another attendee wearing a trump mask and traditional mexican clothes the person wearing the Trump mask is seen grasping his chest, implying that he has been shot. Wow. Uh, according to Sandoval, uh, or according to the TV station, uh, Sandoval hosted the fundraising event Friday night in a suburb of Chicago. Don- donors paid a minimum of $250 to attend. It's not clear if Sandoval knew about the pictures, but uh, Sandoval is pictured with the man who held the toy gun in the controversial pictures. He later issued an apology for them. Uh, and, of course, that would not be accepted if it was uh, any Republican person doing that uh, to a Democrat president. Nope. Had that been Obama, I mean, they'd be demanding that he step down. 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, rig you zone. This is what you need to get you over the edge in losing weight. Maybe you've been frustrated. You keep going up and down. You know, you go on a diet for a while, and then you go back to eating as normal, and then you gain the weight back. Well, Riduzone might be just what you need to get you over the edge. Riduzone contains OEA, and that's what sends a signal to your brain that you're full. So the OEA and Riduzone will combine with the OEA you naturally have in your body to send that signal and make it a little bit stronger so that you feel fuller naturally. Plus, it isn't a stimulant. There's no caffeine in it. Go to RidUZone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. They're so confident 
that Riduzone can help you lose weight. They're offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. And you'll save 30% on a three-month supply at Riduzone.com. That's Riduzone.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, this time it's not Aunt Becky's crime spree, uh, but there is another admission office scandal. This time at UCLA, uh, there was a, on paper, a high school senior from British Columbia was a promising soccer player, so much so that UCLA admitted the teenager last fall as an athletic recruit in the soccer program and even awarded him a scholarship. The teen, however, didn't even play soccer. <laughs> oh, nice. And his admission to UCLA was bought with a $100,000 bribe that William Rick Singer paid to uh, Jorge or George Salcedo, then the head coach of UCLA's men's soccer program. I mean, that's a major program wow. to be getting bribes to allow students in when they shouldn't be. So obviously, the soccer coach knew... But he just took $100,000 and looked the other way. Said, yeah, we got a soccer recruit here. That's cr- How do you think you're... When the kid doesn't ever play, are you not going to get caught? That's bizarre. That is weird, man. The transaction is outlined in an indictment charging Salcedo with racketeering conspiracy. The indictment doesn't name the applicant or his family, but people familiar with the case identified the mother as Xianning uh, Sui who lives in the Vancouver area. Uh, the Times isn't naming your son because he might be a juvenile. He might be a juvenile. Um, Swee has not been charged with a crime. She didn't respond to requests. And the former coach, Salcedo, has pleaded not guilty. Singer cooperated with prosecutors after he was caught last September and pleaded guilty this year to four felonies, admitting he'd rigged college entrance exams for the children of his wealthy clients. I mean, he did this over and over and over. This guy made a lot of money from wealthy people uh, bribing officials to get them into schools. Just this one person, this mother, paid him $400,000. What? Four hundred grand to get her son into UCLA. What? Is that crazy? <laughs> Is it really worth that? Oh, my goodness. Wow. It's the tuition there. I don't know. Uh, and, you know, UCLA, I mean, I know it's a good school, but is it that good that you're willing to bribe somebody, pay somebody $400,000 to fraudulently get your kid in? It's not that. It's not Harvard. Yeah. This is uh, four years there's 33000 out of state 62000 Wow, that's a big difference. And you're paying... Four hundred thousand just so you can right. That's dumb. Four hundred thousand just to bribe him to get the kid in, and then you got to pay tuition. <laughs> Although this kid, I guess, got a scholarship because he was such a good non-soccer player. Mm-hmm. It's un- unclear <laughs> whether um, Swee was aware Singer intended to bribe Salcedo when she agreed to the four hundred thousand dollar fee. Two of Singer's clients who paid millions to get their daughters into Yale and Stanford haven't been charged, and have maintained they knew nothing of the bribes Singer paid to ensure their daughters were admitted to the elite schools. Wow, this apparently goes on a lot. A lot. 
Are you still mad at Aunt Becky, though, for this? I'm, I'm not. I've gotten over my anger with Aunt huh. Becky. Have you now? Yeah. I think she should be returned to society now. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm thinking Leave her alone. A hard time. Are you? Hard time. You're struggling with the Aunt yeah. Becky thing? Yeah, uh, it's, uh... <laughs> Yeah, she she had our she still earned some our trust. ill will. Yeah, she had our yeah, trust. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, she's a big part of our childhood, and then to, to pull something like that. Yeah, it hurts. I can't let it go. Pat. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Try though. Will you try? No, no. <laughs> You're not even gonna try. I'll think about. Oh, it. you are. A I'll hard think ass. about trying. All right, think of, <laughs> think about it. That's good. I I guess we can. We'll leave it there. <laughs> that you'll think about trying to yeah, forgive. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little Aunt bitter, Becky. you know, because like yeah. I said, I trusted her. I know. I trusted her. I invited her into my home. Yeah, you did every Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then for her to pull something like that, <laughs> I just I feel I think the word's betrayal. Betrayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That is the word. Uh, singer's alleged deal with Suey underscores how his scheme extended beyond thirty-four parents facing charges. Some of Singer's most most lucrative clients, including two families. Oh my gosh, two families paid this guy seven point seven million dollars. And they haven't been charged. And Becky has lost her job, right. been drummed out of polite society. They got boycotts against her daughters. Her daughters were kicked out of USC. Uh, and these haven't even been charged when they when they bribed the guy for $7.7 million? I'm telling you, man, we've said it before. Wow. We are in the wrong business. Wow, no kidding. Mm. $7 million for two kids. That's crazy. <laughs> that is, you really got to want to ha- get your kid into a specific school for that. Ah, that seems a little ridiculous to me. You guys ever heard of uh, a uh, community college? Mm-hmm. Ever heard of that? <laughs> Go there. Phoenix University. Jeez, yeah, University, <laughs> University of Phoenix. Of Phoenix. <laughs> the School for Working Adults. Thank you. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, we got we we have a school here, um, uh, Tarrant Community College. Two of my kids went there at first, mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of get their feet wet out of homeschool. And uh, you know, it's it's inexpensive. They get a decent education. You don't have to go to Harvard. You don't have to go to USC or Stanford. You don't have to. Uh, but apparently, it's in their it's in their parents' heads that they do. So. Um, Good luck to him for bribing all these people. And now this thing is just blown completely out of proportion. And you look at poor Aunt Becky, and you see the ruins of her life. Mm-hmm. And you think, wow, maybe she shouldn't have done that. Maybe Aunt Becky should not have done that. I think the moral of the story in this case is um, just another way that illustrates soccer is a terrible sport and shouldn't well, be involved yes. in it whatsoever. And there is that. I mean, We forgot about that, I mean, too. Yeah. Even on a fake level. That's right. Just don't even pretend to enjoy soccer. Right. Everything will be okay. See, I don't know how an actual soccer head coach in an elite school, you know, in a Division One school like UCLA, how is that coach getting kids into that university when they don't even play soccer and he knows it? Uh, that is crazy. Let's, let's see. So do we know when this kid was uh, uh, on the team exactly? I guess right it, now, huh? Uh, yeah, maybe. It doesn't exactly say, but the last, the and they won't identify the kid, so we don't know what his name is. I mean, to look for him on the there's roster. There's room for improvement because uh, <clears throat> last year the UCLA men's soccer team went ten and nine. Oh, really? 
I mean, let's. Uh, oh, the women's soccer team was runner up to national championship mm. at UCLA. Yeah. Uh, UCLA. But the men didn't do that well, huh? No, no. Hmm. So you need to. Uh, Actually, maybe they should have used the kid from British Columbia. Either that or just concentrate on getting real players <laughs> yeah, on your team. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe go out and do some actual recruiting and find some really good uh, soccer players. Yeah, yeah. So the if year you before, find them. seven and ten and one. So, yeah, oh, they're, wow. they're, they're mediocre. Uh, you know, so you hmm. need to uh, yeah, that's get some real recruits in there. So was the coach fired for that or was he fired for accepting the bribes? I'm guessing probably the record. <laughs> He's probably not winning quite enough. Because they'll tolerate just about anything if you're winning. Uh, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, did a glacier just totally and completely melt? Oh, no. Yeah, scientists are bidding farewell to uh, the first Icelandic glacier lost to climate change. They're oh. actually held a funeral of sorts for it. Researchers are gathering in uh, a town in Iceland that no one can pronounce. <laughs> um, it looks like Bogerfjörður, oh, Iceland. Bogerfjörður. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But it probably isn't because if you've ever seen Icelandic words pronounced or heard them pronounced, <laughs> uh, you're like, wait, what? How'd you get that out of this? Anyway, they're uh, memorializing Ojukul. <laughs> known as OK for short, uh, after <laughs> after it lost its status as a glacier in 2014. Now, OK, so it died five years ago. Yeah. And they just barely had the funeral for this thing. It, they had, they left its rotting corpse there <laughs> wow. on, on the mountainside. That's tacky. That's really, and gross. It it's just gross. nasty. <laughs> Man, no wonder nobody goes up there. OK. Is the first Icelandic Icelandic glacier to lose its status as a glacier in the next two hundred years? All our glaciers are expected to follow the same path. Oh, shut up! Ah, this monument is to acknowledge that we know what is happening and know what needs to be done. Only if you know, then you can do something about it. Oh, look! They have a little plaque there for it and everything. They have a plaque. Look at that. Yeah, can you read the oh, plaque? Let's see. It says Breftil Havnuknuk. No, this is a letter oh, to the future. Right. You see mm-hmm. that? Yes. Underneath it is in English. Okay, is the first Icelandic. It just says what I kind of just okay. said. So, but go back to the crowd. Go go to the crowd there. You know, if if you're really heartsick over this dead glacier, uh-huh. why aren't they wearing black to this funeral? I don't know. There's I mean, a lot of orange. Orange isn't there? and green and a lot blue of and bright colors. They it just seems care. like they're happy. They don't care like about a this glacier. Party at huh. the expense. Of a glacier. You heartless bastards. I tell you. You just lost a glacier. Look at that. Uh-huh. Look, right there. <laughs> right there. That's a <laughs> strange looking situation. And by the way, uh, you know what that is, right? No. It's a volcano. I'm sorry? It's a volcano. Wait, 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 it's wait. A, it's a glacier on a volcano. Wait, I just figured out how it died So, then. right. I mean, is <laughs> it possible that it wasn't <laughs> climate change? Is it possible? It's kind of hot on a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kicker to that story. Oh my goodness! Glacier existed on a volcano, huh? Huh? Wow! I bet the no steam ever came up through there. I'll bet no. it wasn't ever warm on that on the ground underneath. Right? There's no way the the volcano melted that glacier. 
Wow. No, it's climate change. It's climate climate change. It's the, the Earth it warmed up 0.9 degrees in the last hundred years. <laughs> it's climate change. A glacier climate change has been murdered, hey. and we have a prime suspect. <laughs> right. It's the volcano. Right. It's just a person of interest right now because they haven't even charged it. They haven't even charged it <laughs> with murdering that glacier. <laughs> I mean, the evidence is right I there, mean, man. Hot magma spilling on the glacier. Ah, it's climate change. Yeah, that damn climate change killed our <laughs> killed our glacier. Yeah, climate change. <laughs> All right. We all know about these data breaches. There was 900 million last March uh, from a uh, home title company. <laughs> then the Amazon Capital One data breach just happened. 106 million more of us had our names, home addresses, banking information exposed. So the chances are really good uh, that people with bad intent have your information. And the greater worry than credit card theft is home title fraud. It's rampant right now because thieves have figured out the title and mortgage shore homes are kept online, and they just transfer them, sign it over to themselves, make it look like you sold them the home. Then they take out a home equity loan against your credit, and uh, you get stuck with the payments. Now, the first 60 days are really important after a breach like this. That's why you can claim your 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. Enter your address and see if you're already a victim. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Get some peace of mind that your home can't be stolen from you. Pretty chilling possibility. HomeTitleLock.com. some tweets here at uh, Pat Unleashed. The pickled squirrel tweets, of course, Marxists are for the little people. They're easier to shove off the cliff. <laughs> hey uh, Kirsten Gillibrand uh, was just about to dox her own uncle? Was I, th- I think she was. I think she was going to give his, his name, his address, <laughs> phone number, where you can find him online. Uh, let's see. We also have this from uh, Cirrus 1701. I can't take this anymore. Glaciers advance and recede. Earth Science 101. That's really true. And it does happen all the time. They were so concerned about the uh, uh, the glacier in Greenland that was supposedly shrinking at such a rapid rate. Unprecedented. Everything's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Really? Well, Greenland used to be like uh, forest land. Antarctica was forest land. Actually, I think Greenland at one point had palm trees. They've actually found fossilized palm trees. That's awesome. Uh, at, in Greenland, so it's certainly not unprecedented. Um, but because of the ebb and flow of our climate, you know, things warm and then they cool, and and now it, the glacier has grown again. So it had receded, I don't know, 14% or something. It's gained like seven, it's gained about half of that loss back already. So could we just stop with the insanity and the panic? And of course the answer is no, we can't. No. Bernie's Unleashed Coffee Mug tweets, Oh no, could you not have broken the death of the Ojakul Glacier a little more gently to us? (laughs) Sorry. We lost it. We lost it. Well, I could have started, I guess. Uh, ooh, that glacier in Iceland, you know, the one on the volcano? Yeah, yeah, what's going on uh, with it's, it? It's lost a little bit of its... Uh, oh, it's gone. 
Wow, that was <laughs> Was that better? It's lost a little bit of I mean, a, I don't have gone. all day to explain this <laughs> to true. you. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> bog you down. <laughs> Scotty Sweatman tweets, The proper punishment for Aunt Becky would be to strap her to a chair in a room with no windows, tape her eyelids open, and force her to watch Full House 24 hours a day until she regains her tra- traditional family show values. <laughs> there it is. Yep. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Uh, that would be some serious punishment for me. Uh, I was a little too old by the time family... family. What was it called? Uh, full family, House? Full House, yeah. yeah. It wasn't Family Ties. Full House. By the t- What was that, 1990? Yeah, it was early 90s. You know, so I'm 29 years old in 1990. Uh, I was a little beyond the... That wasn't exactly the target. Not, in your, not in your wheelhouse? No. Uh, 87 to 95 it was on. I was 11 to 19. Tell you something, that's, that's about 87 to 95 too long. I mean, that was a terrible show. Wow. Uh, I, I think a lot of people like your age would disagree. And yeah. my kids disagree with that. Yeah, I liked it. They it loved on. it. I, my, two da- my two oldest daughters loved Full House. And when Full House uh, came back on Netflix, what was it called? Fuller House, I think. Oh, oh they were so excited. Yeah. They were so excited about it. And I'm like, girls, maybe, you know, because you're adults now, you might want to lower your expectations (laughs) just a tad. Yeah. And they, when they saw it, they were extremely disappointed. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what it was like the first time around, but you were two or five. They're not still doing that, are they? Yeah, it says still on. Is it still on? What in the world started back in February of 2016? I mean, that's crazy. Seriously? Yeah. 2016, it's been, so this will be the third or fourth year, I guess, right? 2016, 17, 18, this will be the fourth year. Crazy. If they've had, if they've had seasons that quickly when usually Netflix doesn't. Let me see here. Yeah, 57 episodes they're up to of this new one. Wow! And from what I hear, it's awful. Yeah, I've heard nothing good about it. But, you know, there might be some young kids who really like it because they don't know any better yet. I mean, when you when you have one of your main characters, you know, rotten in a prison cell, right? Yeah, you can't do much with the. I don't think Aunt Becky's in this storylines. Uh-huh. Uh, what's his face though? What's his name? Um, Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse, I think maybe made a couple of appearances. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, all right, we got this uh, video from Kenneth Kramer. You know, we've been talking about the climate change and the loss of glaciers. It's really tragic. Well, we got it. <laughs> we got. A video of something very concerning. You might remember uh, Al Gore warned us about this. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw fish from the ocean swimming in the streets on a sunny day. The same <laughs> wow, thing was true in Honolulu incredible. just two days ago, just from high tides because of Lef- the sea level rise. Sea level rise. That's incredible. So anyway, um, Kenneth writes, I want to know, have you ever seen the fish swim down the street on a sunny day? Look at that. Right there. It's happening. Look at that. Wow. Uh, that's He's making, yeah. making it down the street, too. You can't tell how sunny it is, but uh, I, I guess Al Gore's right. Which is why, of course, he sings about it all the time. Don't test me on this stuff. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Someone told me long ago... Our SUVs have got to go. I know climate change is killing us. Of course, 
Greenland melting, as I've said. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll all be dead. It's true. And there is consensus. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your street on a sunny day. Obviously, many people have. As I've said right here before, <laughs> the sun is cold, CO2 is hot. I know. It drives up our temperatures. A carbon tax is what we need. ExxonMobil just needs to bleed. Are you? <laughs> A climate denier, I wonder. <laughs> Everybody, I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your streets on a sunny day. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Swim down your street on a sunny day. Wow, that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? Al knows, uh, he knows what he's doing. I'll tell you that right now. And um, you can save your tweets. We do realize that Al Gore will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for Foreigner. For foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just proved it there. I mean, uh, I mean, that was good. You, you can't say he's not deserving. Can no. you? You can't say. You could say it, but it'd be so disingenuous. No one would listen to you. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. This, uh, you know, the stuff that's going on with NRA, the NRA is really, <clears throat> really disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Fox News host, I'm not really familiar with Steve Hilton. Do you know who he is? I do not. I, I didn't recognize him when I saw the uh, video, but uh, he is claiming that Wayne LaPierre, the head of the NRA, a, a guy we've known for pff, over a decade, ripped off NRA members for the benefit of himself. He said for years, Wayne has taken NRA members' money to live the life of a king, but he's not a king. He's the head of a nonprofit trusted by millions to use its funds to secure constitutional rights. He's an odious little grifter, and it's time for him to go. Uh, wow. I mean, some amazing charges <clears throat> leveled at Wayne. Uh, Wayne has a big, important job, Hilton said. If you want to buy a big house, good luck. Except it was, it was, it was not bought by him it was purchased by you the nra members now supposedly what he's what he's, what he's accusing uh lapierre of is uh buying a five million dollar estate because he needed a more secure home so he had the nra buy him the home <laughs> wow. uh wow also 
The NRA executive signed a document promising the NRA would contribute $6.5 million to the company they set up to purchase the home for him. Uh, documents show that LaPierre also asked the NRA to pay $13,800 to rent an apartment for a summer intern. Wow, that's a nice apartment. $13,800? That, that can't be a month, right? That's That's got to be for the whole summer, I would hope. Oh. But Hilton claims it's part of a 15-year history of ripping off NRA members. Uh, he also, supposedly, one document says LaPierre spent <clears throat> $270,000 of the NRA's money on clothing. A new report revealed that tens of thousands of dollars of NRA donor funds were used on flights and luxury hotels, stays for hair and makeup artists for Wayne's wife. They traveled with her for events because apparently those are the only two stylists in the whole country capable of doing the job. He detailed how LaPierre had racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars in charges to the NRA for luxury travel. Wow. There are other countries and other hotels you can stay at if you want to protect the Second Amendment. Try the Hyatt in Washington, D.C., it's a short walk to places like the United States Congress and Supreme Court where American gun rights are actually decided, not in Budapest or Lake Como. <clears throat> Pretty serious allegations. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know why if, the, if I don't know if this is why the NRA is having some difficulties right now, but, you know, they shut down their network. Uh, and that was kind of a surprise. And I. I don't know if it's just that people are being so pressured they're not donating to the NRA now, but it seems to me the NRA doesn't quite have the gravitas it it did before all of this scandal. But uh, I have to talk to Glenn. Glenn knows Wayne LaPierre really well. I, I, I wonder if he's looked into this kind of stuff. We'll check into that mm-hmm. and get back to you on it. Meantime... Uh, The U.S. just tested a missile this month that was banned for 30 years by a treaty with Russia. So the Russians walked away from the treaty this month, and so we did too. Which, again, that's another another great characteristic of Trump. He's he's not going to sit by while somebody else is breaking the treaty, and we continue to abide by it. All right, if you're going to break the treaty, if you're walking away, so are we. And a lot of presidents don't do that. A lot of times it's unilateral. It's like, okay, well, we'll, we'll keep abiding by this. Yeah, you know, just in case you guys ever want to decide uh, to be honest and uh, have some integrity again. Okay? In the meantime, we'll just keep our end of the deal going, <laughs> if that's all right with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> anyway, they just tested this missile off the coast of California on Sunday, marking the resumption of an arms competition that some analysts worry could increase U.S.-Russia t- tensions. But the Trump administration has said it remains interested in useful arms control, but questions Moscow's willingness to adhere to its treaty commitments. Well, yeah, they, I mean, have they ever? Have they ever adhered to a treaty? (laughs) I don't think they have. Uh, The Pentagon said it tested a modified ground-launched version of a Navy Tomahawk cruise missile, which was launched from San Nicolas Island and accurately struck its target after flying more than 500 kilometers. Is that five inches? Is it five million miles? <laughs> Did it hit Jupiter? I don't know. There's no way to tell. <laughs> Except parenthetically, it says here 310 miles. I don't know where they got that, that yeah, figure. Nothing, I don't know why they spliced that into that story. It doesn't, doesn't belong <laughs> Out at all. Out of the blue, 310 miles. Where does that weird. come from? It's really weird. <clears throat> <laughs> the missile was armed with a conventional, not nuclear warhead, of course. 
I don't know that we we haven't tested. I don't think we've tested a nuke since the 60s, maybe in Nevada. Hmm. Maybe uh, it's been a long time. I know that. Defense officials said last March that this missile likely would have a range of about 620 miles and that it might be ready for deployment within 18 months. 620 miles, where's that going to get you? Uh, if we want to, so if we ever want to attack Montreal, we're all set. <laughs> you get, never know. I guess it'd get us to Cuba. Uh, but other than that, I'm not sure how worthwhile that is. The missile would have violated the Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty of 1987, which banned all types of missiles with ranges between uh, 310 miles and 3,410 miles. That's a pretty big range. U.S. and Russia withdrew from the treaty, prompted by what the administration said was Russia's unwillingness to stop violating its terms. Yep. And good for Trump for not unilaterally holding up our end of the bargain. If they're not going to, we certainly shouldn't. <clears throat> Russia accused the U.S. of violating the agreement. Uh-huh. The newly tested cruise missile recalls a nuclear-armed U.S. weapon that was deployed in several uh, NATO countries in the 1980s, along with Pershing II ground-based ballistic missiles in response to a buildup of Soviet SS-20 missiles targeting Western Europe. So I guess if you put this in Europe, then, you know, you can hit some targets that are within the 620 miles. But it is, <clears throat> I guess it's kind of a concern that some of this stuff just seems to be falling apart with, with potential enemies like yeah. Russia. And uh, the last uh, nuclear test by the United States was mm-hmm. on uh, September 23rd, 1992. 92? Yeah. We had a nuclear test? Yep. About six weeks later, we elected Bill Clinton. Wow. So, uh, where did they test that, does it say? Nevada. Mm-hmm. Nevada. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Nevada. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was huh. code name Divider. Okay. Uh, let's see. Nuclear test. 20 kilotons <clears throat> underground nuclear test. Yeah, that way the radiation doesn't spread uh-huh. around all yeah. over the place. Let's see. Mm-hmm. But the groundwater, you're you're contaminating the groundwater. Yeah, I think they do that away from the groundwater quite a ways. So hopefully so, nothing was affected. Right. It is a desert. Uh, 928 desert. nuclear tests mm-hmm. um, have been conducted at that test site. A grand total wow. of 928. Uh, nuclear weapons? 928? Uh-huh. I had no, no idea it was that many. Wow, that's really something. Yeah, so they, they, they try to mm. wait till the wind is blowing out of the west. But still, uh, some of the fallout, you know, little towns uh, there in Nevada and Utah. Oh, good. Yeah, so. Good. That's yeah, interesting. That's I've never heard that. That the There's some radiation. fallout. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's just little towns. That used to be a big deal when they tested them above ground, especially. And, uh, well, you saw the Indiana Jones documentary where uh, Indy had to get into a uh, an unused refrigerator to scare to save himself from the nuclear explosion that they had where they were testing in Nevada. Do you remember that scene? No, you are you kidding me? <laughs> I give you him, have never I give seen, him that look. That look like You have never seen Indiana Jones and in the whatever that was? I was on at a daycare once, but I've I've seen scenes. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That one I think was 4. Was Indiana Jones 4 which Oh, was I definitely haven't seen. Horrible. Yeah, I haven't horrible. seen. Don't watch that one. Okay. 
but the first three I uh-huh. highly recommend. Maybe someday you can get around to those. Yeah, just I'll put it on the list here. All right. Uh, but no, how nice of them to, uh, they protect Las Vegas when they do these uh, test sites, or these, these <laughs> tests. But the Everybody towns, else. The towns off to the sorry. east. Eh. You guys are all going to have two-headed children. <laughs> oh, well. But at least <laughs> the uh, hookers in Vegas are protected. Right. I mean, that's good. And the casinos. We're not going to hurt the casinos. Right, right. We're pretty sure of that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, good. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad they have some consideration. Yeah. Uh, okay. You you wouldn't want anything weird to happen to the hookers. No. no. Right? I mean, it's pretty you, valuable. Do you want a two-headed hooker? No, I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't. Okay. The one-headed hookers are bad enough. I <laughs> certainly don't want the two-headed ones. <laughs> All right, coming up, we got to tell you about the Hollywood elites who are eating their own at this new film festival. Oh, I like this. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. <laughs> uh, the Big Venice Film Festival uh, opened on Wednesday, and there's a big a big deal over some of the um, directors that they invited, like Roman Polanski and Nate Parker. Polanski's been completely uh, laundered through the system and they keep they keep inviting him to stuff now and there's a couple of people in Hollywood who are pissed off about it we'll get mm. into that and tell you much more uh, coming up on Pat Gray Unleashed it's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes are you even aware that President Trump has a uh, an opponent in the primary season. Oh wow, the Republican primary? Yeah, Bill huh. Weld. Bill Weld is actually running. <laughs> All right, I got it. And it's close, man. I just saw <laughs> a survey. Really? Yeah, it's. What I don't know if it's score? some missteps by the president or whatever, but he only leads Weld by eighty nine to seven right now. <sighs> oh man, could get testy. What if Bill that, Weld goes up against any of those Democrats? That's uh, a threat already. Uh huh. Wow. He's only 82 points ahead of him right now. I mean, you know. And then, of course, <laughs> there are the, uh, there's the 4%. I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You really, between Bill Weld and Donald Trump, you don't know? Okay. So wait, <laughs> okay. What, what's the score between those two again? 89 to 7. Just a slim 82 percentage point margin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's tight. That's coming down yeah, the wire. It's a, it's a nail biter right uh-huh. now in the Republican primary. Shoof, man. Uh, <laughs> he's got it tough. Now, you're right. You might remember Bill Weld ran, wasn't he the under ticket guy for the Libertarian candidate last time, Johnson? Yep. Gary Johnson. And the, and the two of them were so ridiculously liberal. <laughs> Thank they were, you. They were practically socialist libertarians, which doesn't make any sense, but that's about what they, what they were. And now he's running as a Republican against Trump. That's pathetic. Uh, All right. If you'd like to tweet us, you can do that at Pat Unleashed, where proud Mr. Graybeard tweets, with that range of missile, 620 miles, they could attack the monster that is the floating island of trash. Oh, we could finally target that bad boy. Is it only 620 miles off the coast? I'm not sure, but maybe. It's just out there, yeah. It'd blow up a lot of plastic. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, let's see. Piltdown Posse tweets, glaciers melting? What do you expect when you want to abolish ice? <laughs> uh, maybe turn up the... Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, short Girl M. Please don't try to do math on air. It hurts my 
It hurts my brain. Oh, that's a message that's to me? That's for you, Keith. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. And for Bob, blah, blah. The spelling of most Icelandic words looks like what you get when a person sneezes while <laughs> typing. <laughs> I like that. Or when you're carrying your computer and you haven't put the, uh, the top down and <laughs> your hand hits one of the keys and it just keeps going and going and going and going line after line. <laughs> it looks that's like how that. Iceland came up with <laughs> <Yes>. this. <laughs> Names for places. <laughs> I love it. Like 38 consonants in a row, followed by one vowel. Yeah. Uh, okay, I don't know what that word is. I'm sorry. I, I can't. No, I don't know. What is, uh, <laughs> I got to find out the, the roots of the Icelandic language. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, the devil. Was, okay. Yeah, came straight from hell. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. <laughs> dot com. A thousand active agents, another 5,000 on a waiting list. These are agents... That share Glenn's vision of how real estate should be done all over the country. And, you know, we've told the story of how he suffered with realtors in Connecticut who just, I mean, it was week after week. Let's do another open house. No, don't you have any other way to market my home other than I have to keep it spick and span and leave my house for the weekend? Is there anything else you can think of? Nope, that's probably the best way. So if you don't want to go through that, these are agents that are highly vetted. That are very successful. They've got great track records. Or records. There's nobody here with a bad record. Um, there's nobody here who doesn't know their market inside and out. That's why they're so effective. They really know what they're doing. And you, that's what you need in a realtor. Plus, they're fans of the show, so you've got that in common when you're driving around neighborhoods looking for a new place. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. Man, I am I'm fascinated by the history of the Icelandic language. I'm serious. What's the root? I will be um, posting this later on the Twitter. So so the Vikings were coming over and they, they were settling over where Iceland is today, but on the way mm-hmm. they uh, they kidnapped some uh, some British women, right? And uh, again, I'm just a quick little uh, thumbnail. So they went from Norway, mm-hmm. stopped over in Britain, in Ireland, mm-hmm. in Ireland, grabbed some women, yeah. and Who took I them think to Iceland. Still speaking the English, and okay. I think so. I'm just quickly reading this. It just looks like it just became like this fun little, <laughs> you know, language devoid of value of, of vowels, apparently. Um, huh. But uh, yeah, this is fun. I like this. Uh, well, good. I'm glad you're entertained. I, I learned something every day on the Pat Gray Unleashed program. That's what I'm telling you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. As uh, as we look over the landscape of streaming, it looks to be quite a frontier coming soon. And I just think Netflix is going to get dinged pretty badly. Uh, you got Disney Plus, which is coming up with a a, a series of star wars seasons some star wars offshoots uh they've got one about a bounty bounty hunter they've got one about uh obi-wan kenobi and they're trying to get ewan mcgregor for that role and then there was one other i can't i can't remember what the uh premise is but they've, there's three star wars offshoots that they're going to have plus all the material they already have all the content from disney and uh marvel now fox studios they've, they own everything so that'll be something riveting and also apple is jumping into this game now they're producing original content and the first thing off the uh assembly line 
is a show with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and uh, uh, oh, uh, Steve Carell okay. is in it too. And we got the trailer here. Here's a look at morning show. Eight seconds to you. Cue her. Good morning. I'm bringing you some sad and upsetting news. And while I don't know the details of the allegations, she's throwing me under the bus. Mitch Kessler, my co-host and partner of 15 years, was fired today. You. We are facing the biggest crisis in our history. My life just ended for no good reason. We're in the middle of an epic rebirth. Her sell-by date expired years ago. I want you to start grooming some new people. I don't fit the mold. What mold is that? Any mold, really? Your show sucks. Thank you. It's barely news. I want wardrobe tests, screen tests, makeup tests. We need a contract. Where's legal? Ready? I'm ready. Most people want to trust that the person that is telling them about the world is an honest person. Like you. Yes. Your words spoke to America. People are noticing they want more. Watching a beloved woman's breakdown is timeless American entertainment. I just need to be able to control the narrative so that I'm not written out of it. You stole my life. You left me in the woods with a pack of wolves. You just think I'm going to do this? This chair could be yours. I don't want your job. Oh, honey, both. You walk out that door, you are never going to get back in. The part you guys never seem to realize is that you don't have the power anymore. And frankly, I've let you bozos handle this long enough. We are doing this my way. Hmm. The Morning Show. What happened to your TV? Hmm. We had a disagreement. (laughs) (laughs) Coming soon to Apple TV. That looks pretty good. It it feels like a movie. Yeah, it does. So Maybe it's just the uh, actors involved. It's unbelievable how much money these streaming services are spending on original content now. There's another streaming service. Yeah. How much does that cost? I don't know. I don't think they've said yet. So Apple, Disney+, Plus, CBS, Viacom. That's just four new ones. Yeah. And just four new payments if you want to have them all. I guess NBC is doing something, I'm being told. Oh, NBC. Yeah. Um, And that's in addition to your Netflix and your Hulu. Yes. And Amazon. And Amazon. Yeah. So that's eight. Warner Brothers, HBO, Showtime. Warner Brothers. I didn't mention Warner Brothers. Nine. We're we're right back where we started. Wow. As far as paying for stuff, you know. Right. Yeah. It's just. Well, and what's what sucks is that you actually do have to have a cable subscription of some sort, so that even if you do have like Apple TV and you have the app for CBS or NBC. You have to have the service in order to use the app oh, yeah. so that you can access it. It would be nice if you could get all of these uh, streaming services and they carried 
CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, uh, Food Network, whatever, without a cable service. How? Why can't we do that? But we can't. Uh, Apple so. TV, at least it's it's going to be available on Roku, uh, so you don't have to buy like the Apple TV box. At least it'll be nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine a month, uh-huh. ten bucks a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you got ten bucks there. You got another seven to twelve, thirteen dollars with Disney Plus. You got your already existing Netflix, probably Hulu, Amazon. How many are? I mean, some people are going to have to choose. But you go through all of those, and yeah. let's just say you're a sports fan like myself. Uh-huh. I mean, you've got to find where the NFL Network <clears throat> is. Yeah, because there's only a few services that have that, and several have dropped it lately. And same with ESPN. So you mm-hmm. still have to have like a Sling TV or a PS View or something like that, mm-hmm. um, Fubo TV. You still have to have those services if you want those sports themed networks, right? Access to those, right? I gotta have that because yeah, and even the Disney Plus, who owns ESPN, that doesn't become available with that. That's ESPN Plus. It doesn't even include your ESPN. It's insane. You literally have to sit down, figure out what you want mm-hmm. as a family, and then pick and choose. You can't. I mean, yes, yeah. you could have everything if you'd like, but not under it'll, my roof. It'll cost you a little bit, you know? <laughs> yes. You want to pay, I don't know, $7,000 a month <laughs> for your entertainment, then go ahead. You have them all. But um, <laughs> So that new Apple TV show, that looks kind of... Uh, that looks actually good. Actually, looks good. It makes me want to have Apple TV. See? Yeah, me too. And me we, too. we get to see Reese without her spoon, apparently, as we learned apparently. yesterday. Apparently. Yeah, and we didn't see a spoon in her hand. I didn't so. see one at all, any of those scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, Reese with her spoon uh-huh. and Reese without her spoon. You get it? It's, uh, it's so worth yeah. taking time out in this discussion for me to point that <laughs> Isn't out, it? right? Yeah. yeah, I'm glad cool. you did. Thank you. All right, speaking of Hollywood <laughs> and what's going on there, um, the Big Venice Film Festival opening, uh, I guess it opens this coming Wednesday, and here's the problem. Uh, well, there's a couple of problems. Well, One, yeah. Roman Polanski's been invited. Ugh. Two, there are only two women directors out of 21 movies in the running. That's just not fair. It's not right. Now, is that because on their merit they were chosen? Or should we be selecting movies now based on uh, gender? Is that what we're supposed to do? <laughs> I'm lost. you got to have an yeah. <laughs> even split between men directors and women directors, regardless of the quality of the movie. Now, but what if, what if they had, you know, five men directors nominated, eight female, as long as one of the guys agreed to identify as a chick when he, when he was at the event? Yeah, I think that'd be okay with that'd, it. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, director Alber- Alberto Barbera said last year he'd rather quit the 11-day event then give in to pressure for quotas. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But feminist critics have only upped their attacks. We've upped our attacks. Now, <laughs> up yours. Uh, feminists are saying there's almost comically scant levels of self-awareness. One rapist. That's the uh, Roman Polanski. Two women directors in the competition. What else am I missing? Tweeted uh, Melissa Silverstein, who is uh, women and Hollywood founder. Referring to Polanski's conviction for the statutory rape of a 13-year-old in 1978, she was equally scathing about the late edition of U.S. director uh, Nate Parker and his movie American Skin. Uh, good job, Venice, because he's, I guess, embroiled, embroiled in some kind of rape trial right now, too. So maybe, I mean, potentially two rapists and just two women directors. 
Parker's uh, 2016 debut film about a slave revolt, The Birth of a Nation, was derailed after it emerged that he was accused of raping a fellow student who later killed herself. Oh, man. Wow. Although Parker was acquitted, he later admitted that when I look back on that time as a teenager and can say without hesitation that I should have used more wisdom. Uh, Fellow black American director Spike Lee has vowed to travel to Venice to support brave Nathan Parker. Uh, Really amazing. So who do they go with in Hollywood? Uh, Liberals that rape or (laughs) the feminists or... I love it. They they don't know where to go. They've created a world where Uh there's nowhere to turn. There's just nowhere to turn. Such a deserving bunch to have this problem. Right? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Uh, All right. Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. We got this uh, note in from James in Las Vegas, and it sums up uh, really well why you should get the iTarget Pro system. He said, I work from home and rarely bring out my guns because my kids are really little. They were out of town visiting the grandparents last week, and I had just purchased a new handgun, the H&K P30. So I pulled out my iTarget Pro, and it was a reminder of how valuable the system really is. Not only was it a blast to practice with, it's really useful because my new handgun is a double action, and the trigger pull is different than my striker fire handguns. Gave me the opportunity to get familiar with my new gun, and before long I pulled out my AR-15 and my M&P shield and was practicing with all of them. Thank you for introducing me to iTarget Pro. Uh, it's our pleasure because uh, it really is a great system. And in reality, you know, this makes it safe for you to practice when your kids are home because in place of a bullet, you use a caliber-specific laser that Love comes it. with the system. It's actually, it's so much fun. And it really it's, is. Yeah, and it's the laser that, that shows you where your, where your shots hit on the target. And it's pretty easy to tell, right? Oh, absolutely. It's fun. You just set up your phone across the room, mm-hmm. go to town. Love it. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. It's I, then targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Duct tape, cranium tweets. Irony is talking about all the streaming services while broadcasting on a streaming service. <laughs> uh, ours is worth it. Uh, I saw above me. Tweets. CBS is the greediest. Not only do you have to have a cable provider, but they still charge you five ninety nine a month for the all access, which is exactly right. And I refuse to do that. No, I'm not going to do it. What There's, kind of business model are we doing here? This is me off. I don't know how. Where do they get off? Everybody else does their ABC shows you the live stream for free. Well, with your cable subscriber, right, right. NBC shows it to you for free. Fox does it for free. In fact, all of the Fox. Uh, channels are are contained in there and you can go to any of them live and then cbs yeah we need six bucks from you a month (laughs) then i suppose you get commercials too uh that's another part of the streaming services um disney is offering offering their service for seven bucks i think 6.99 but that includes commercials if you want the non-commercial thing and access to everything you have to pay 13 
So It adds up, man. Yeah, it does. The Steve 42, wait, I thought cutting cable was supposed to save money. Uh-huh. Yeah, not so much anymore, it seems. Two-headed hooker. <laughs> yes. Two-headed hooker, mamhole. Nice job, Sabes. Keith's going to have a disagreement with his TV soon, huh? Ooh, I kind of like that plan. Maybe yeah. I end up getting a bigger TV out of the deal. Take a fireplace poker to it, and there's no, I mean, what are you going to do? We need nice. a TV, right? The kids have to have access to... The kids, yeah. You know, stuff. Yeah, do it for the kids, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, the kids. I mean, think of the kids. Uh, 888-900-3393. Now, uh, Stacey Abrams has clued us in on some important things. First of all, she uh, had the election stolen from her in Georgia. We've heard that over and over and over again. Um, she believes she won the election despite the fact that she didn't. I think she's the last person who still holds this opinion. I think so. Uh, she lost by 55,000 votes, which is, you know, in a state like Georgia, that's a pretty close election. But you lost. Stop saying you won when you didn't. Uh, well, if the rules were different, then I would have. Yeah, well, then we wouldn't have the country we have. And the rules aren't different. So shut up. But she's back talking about uh, voter su- suppression and the elections being rigged. Here she is. But we have seen over the last 20 years a constriction on who has the right to use that right. What? We have seen no, it through haven't. voter ID laws. You can't get Pause on the it for rolls. a second. If you get on the rolls, you can't. Okay, the ID laws. How, how often do we have to hear this lie? They just, again, they just keep repeating the lies. They know their lies. They don't care. And they just keep repeating them. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and she likes to say that uh, less people had access uh, to the ballot in Georgia than did, you know, in previous years. Um, there are a record number of registered voters in the state yeah. in 2018 right. than any previous year. She's crazy. Bringing ID to the polling booth is something everyone favors, including blacks. Now, people keep alluding to the fact that blacks can't seem to get ID. That is so racist. Stop being racist. It's asinine to say that blacks can't get ID of some sort. They do, and they have, and they will always have access to ID. And they also a a favor having to bring your ID to the polling place by about 80%. It's like an 80-20 split with, with minorities. On this thing, because why? Because they have ID. It's not a big deal to them. It is so condescending and so racist to go down this road. And she kept going down it. On the rolls, you can't stay. Uh You may not be able to cast your ballot because they close your precinct or they change the rules. That's rigging the game. You suggested that voter suppression is more insidious now in 2019 than it was even in the 60s. How so? Yeah, we have always up. struggled with voter suppression. <laughs> but what's happened in the last 20 years is that it's gone underground. Maybe? It's no longer hoses and laws that say you cannot vote. It uh-huh. is this insidious it nature that says insidious. it's race neutral. That uh-huh. we're just putting in these, these laws in place for everyone. But right. we know that it has a disproportionate effect on the communities that have long been marginalized. You're pathetic. That is just it's pathetic. Always a victim. Mm-hmm. Always a stinking victim. Insidious? Uh, yeah, when you Google that, uh-huh. uh, Google says... Oh. You, maybe you mean insidious? Uh-huh. Do you mean <laughs> insidious? But no, we're going with insidious. Lindsay Davis from ABC it just invented a new word. Insidious. All right. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> then we've got Elizabeth Warren, who actually apologized to... Uh, oh. Well, I'll, she'll tell you who she's apologizing okay. to. Here we go. I know now, that before I, I go made... any further in this, I want to say this. Mm. Like anyone who's being honest with themselves, I know that I have made mistakes. I am sorry for harm I have caused. I have listened and I have learned a lot. And I am grateful for the many conversations that we've had together. It is a great honor to mm-hmm. be able to partner with Indian country. With wh- what? And that's what I've tried to do Indian as a country. senator. And that's what I promise I will do as president of the United States of America. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, but India is a nation uh, just south of China in Asia. Uh-huh. Holy cow. And who gives her the right, you know, to use the word Indian? Because she no just admitted one. that she's not. Right. That's Wow. You better apologize again for calling them Indians. <laughs> that was bad news right there. <laughs> So I guess she's taken off the uh, DNA test from her website, which showed her one one thousand twenty fourth Native American. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that was she had that. Up she took there? it down. Yeah, she took it down. And she apologizes to her credit. I will say it's got to be tough to go in front of the people that you claim to be part of, mm-hmm. and you're not, <laughs> and then go and stand there in front of everybody and say, "Yeah, I'm really sorry." Okay, yes, I was trying to, and then call them Indians on top points. of that. <laughs> I mean, that took some guts. <laughs> What? Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Football season drawing ever nearer, even though it's still about 173 degrees in Dallas and in the shade, 4,800% humidity. Ugh. It feels like 89 degrees already uh, when we got up this morning, actually. It's probably worse than that now. 89 at 4 in the morning. It's inhuman. I don't think people were supposed to live here. It's just... Wait. (laughs) It's just too hot. It's just too nasty hot. You could walk outside and just burst into flame. Uh, Fortunately, there's, you know, a lot of... Fire extinguishers, mm-hmm. just in case of any spontaneous combustion. Thankfully, uh, Willis Carrier was created. <sighs> yeah, because otherwise, man. Um, yeah, you're right. The feels like temperatures actually up to 197 already. Yeah, there you go. This morning, see, so 197 real feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty soon, the air will begin to boil at 212. <laughs> uh, Jay Z getting all kinds of flack after he uh, after he made that deal with the NFL. Yeah. He's lost some friends. Eric Reed, he's the big activist right now. He's one of the big activists. Uh, other after Colin Kaepernick, it's probably Eric Reed, and Eric Reed called him despicable for doing this. Mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers safety, yep. Uh, with at least half of his thirty pieces of silver. Whoa. Sean Jay-Z Carter will soon acquire a significant ownership interest in an NFL team. Oh, wow. This is written from a perspective uh, of a Black News uh, uh-huh. website. Yeah, yeah, they're not ha- the root. Mm-hmm. Making him the first black person to be an owner in the league's history. Well, it hasn't happened quite yet, but it probably will, I guess. The team itself was not disclosed, but a source told the site, the root, 
that the deal is imminent. And they're just pissed off at him that he, he created this deal. But he, his thing is, I'm going to have a lot of say in who gets the Super Bowl halftime and this and that and whatever. That can't, it can't placate these people because these activists are so crazy. If you don't absolutely hate the police and the flag and the country, well, then uh, they don't want anything to do with you. You're a traitor. I mean, what are they even trying to accomplish now? Colin Kaepernick has turned down three backups, backup jobs, backup quarterback jobs in the NFL three times. I, do you have to install him immediately as the as the starting quarterback and give him thirty million for him to be happy? No, you don't have to require that he works and earns this. You just hand him the Lombardi Trophy and call it done. Right. I mean, that's what they would have him do. Mm-hmm. So it's so ridiculous. Uh, but. Yeah, I heard somebody on they put them they put on some of the activists yesterday on the NFL network and they were complaining about Jay-Z and this deal and what a traitor he is and he doesn't understand the movement. I don't do you understand your own movement? What is it? What do you want? And why why do we have to see it in the NFL? Why why do we have to listen to you? Go do it on your own time. When I go to the NFL Network, the last thing I want to hear is about a protest against the police. Oh, you don't or go the there? National anthem. Don't I don't go, go there for you politics. You don't go there for social justice. No, uh, I really updates. don't. I really don't. Hmm. Hater. The NFL better be careful here on this social justice crap. They're going to lose a lot of fans if they continue down this road. Meanwhile, in uh, baseball, Yankees manager Aaron Boone said. Oh my the goodness. NFL or the MLB, Major League Baseball, should consider having a mercy rule. Pathetic. Somebody specifically asked him, "Hey, because I think the Yankees had just lost nineteen to five a couple days before that, and they said, hey, wh- what do you think about a mer- mercy rule in Major League Baseball?'" Yeah, a Boone said, I-, "I think there would be a benefit to that." <laughs> really? Oh, stop. You'd probably eliminate a lot of the unwritten rules. People running or swinging. It would be like. If you get to this point after seven innings, seven innings or whatever, there might be something to that and worth exploring. What? Well, Keith, it's not fun, he says, to obviously be put in a position where you have to use a position player uh, to pitch when you're way behind like that. Uh, what a crybaby. The mercy rule with guys who are making anywhere from a million dollars to 25 or 30 or 40 million dollars. Yeah, but and show you, him some mercy, man. You get you get behind by 10 runs and you're okay, I, you're beating us too badly. You're embarrassing us now. And we can't do anything about it. So we need to stop the game completely. I I, I can't even believe. This is what little league does. This is yes. It's this. a little league rule. <laughs> stop it. Hopefully that won't be entertained by right. the MLB. This is teams. this is the product of our um, uh, participation yeah. trophy mentality. It is. This is where we've yep. raised our kids. They've grown up, and uh, look at what we got now. How about a no? You know what? Don't do the mercy rule like a ten run limit or something. No, let's do the uh, mercy rule for innings. You know, because there was a game last year where the Braves gave up nine runs to the Cubs and lost the game. They were up big, and then they ended up blowing it. Um, why don't we just leave mm. it? At, what do you got? Five runs? We good? Five run cap. Per inning, cool. Mm-hmm. Then see, then everybody still has a chance for a grand slam. Right? They do that in uh, 
T-ball. Right. Why not major league baseball? Honk ball, as they call it. Honk ball with the kids out there hitting the big balls with the big bats. Almost what I, for most of my kids when they were in T-ball, I hate T-ball. But they would, you know, you could either get the three outs or Mm -hmm. five runs and then the inning's over. Almost every time it's five runs. Almost every time. Now, if you want to be like T-ball... Uh, go ahead with the uh, rule, and let's see how many fans you wind up having. <laughs> and the games still end with a final score of 25 to 24 yeah. in T-ball. <laughs> but uh, this is just pathetic. Uh, it's it's pathetic on so many levels, but just at its core. Millionaires need a mercy rule? Crazy. That's, That's crazy. Disgusting. That's horrifying. What kind of freak would want that? Oh! <laughs> Uh, remember the fan we told you about? What was this last week, maybe, or the week before? Nathan Patterson was at a Rockies game, and they have a cage where you can go down and throw the baseball, and it'll show you uh, through the radar gun how fast you're pitching, yeah. how how hard you're throwing. The guy threw 96 miles an hour twice, mm-hmm. and so he was signed by the Oakland Athletics and put this. into their uh, minor league system. Mm-hmm. Well, he just. He made his, I, I think this was his debut. Yeah, yeah, it's his minor league debut. He struck out the side. <laughs> I love it. Where's the rest of the story? Did he uh, how, sorry, Did he only see. pitch one inning, or was it more than that? Uh, yeah, let's see here. I think he just pitched the one inning. And that is impressive. Right. Guy comes out of the blue. He was, uh, like, a, wasn't he a software designer or something. I don't know, well, something. He, he got hurt. You know, he injured his shoulder because uh, he had played when he was in, I think, high school or something. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, yeah, so he uh, faced three batters and... Uh, and struck all three out. Yes, sir. That is really cool. What a cool story. That's almost like, uh, I think we said this last time, but it's almost like Rookie of the Year, that Dennis Quaid movie. Nathan Nathan Patterson. Patterson. Keep your eye on him. He's in, uh, listen yeah. for that name because yeah. that's... That's really something. I love it. Also, the uh, NFL Players Association is telling uh, some of the players, well, all the players, to get ready for a work stoppage for next year. Oh, come on. That would be, wouldn't that be awful? A, a league that has no capital to burn with their fans. Come on. According to ESPN's Dan Graziano, the NFL and NFLPA. Maintain that a work stoppage is unlikely, but the NFLPA wanted the players to have a game plan just in case. The guide reportedly focuses on teaching players how to save money in the event they don't have weekly okay. game checks coming in. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, if you can't live off your millions for just a little bit of downtime. I know. Well, some of them, I mean, don't. Yeah. They, they spend a lot of time trying to help these guys uh, be careful with their money. Hey, you know what? You might not make $30 million a year for your whole life. It's possible that your career is cut short. Or even if you have a long career, you're going to need to carry that money over afterwards. You know? You might save some of it. I think they have a hard time. Because when you haven't had money your whole life and then you come into it, you go crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I guess part of this is kind of a good sign that they're just kind of alerting the players, hey, you know, mm-hmm. just be prepared, which which makes it obvious that they're already thinking about this because this would be after the 2020 season. 
So we're at least assured two more seasons. Okay, this year and next. Right. So that's, I mean, at least we know that the they're talking, right? Yeah. That's that's a good sign. Apparently the biggest sticking point in the negotiations is the revenue split between the owners and players. Right now, the players have a downside share of 47%. Uh, but the NFLPA's goal is to make that more even. Yeah, because the players aren't making enough money. I mean, we can all agree on that, right? When the when the minimum salary is only six hundred thousand a year or six fifty a year or whatever it is, and then the mat you max out at thirty five forty million. I mean, come on! You want them to start? I, I don't. Mm-hmm. That's why I think they do need a bigger percentage of the profit. I do think that they should Despicable. be making more than some of these other sports where your body isn't sacrificed nearly as much. Yeah, um, they're not. Well, the, the argument in like. Major League Baseball is they play a 162 game schedule, but you can't do that in the NFL. They're not tackling each other. I know. In baseball. In fact, they even made it so you can't even collide at the plate or out at second mm-hmm. base when you're sliding in. They've taken away all contact whatsoever. It is true. Oh. <laughs> yes, they have. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me take a minute to tell you about uh relief factor. Because so many of us are in pain every single day. Uh, Me with my back, Keith with his leg, Mm -hmm. you with who knows what. Uh, You know, there are so many things that afflict us, and most of it is caused by inflammation. Now, that's why Relief Factor is so important. There's four key ingredients that each help your bodies fight against inflammation. And when you calm down the inflammation, the pain usually goes away. For instance, Keith doesn't have any of the weird leg pain that he didn't know where it came from. Do it. You've got to try Relief Factor, please. At least give it the shot for three weeks. You try the three-week quick start. It's just $19.95. If it works, excellent. Order more. If not, then, you know, just discontinue use. Now, 70% of people who go to, uh, who order the three-week quick start go on to order more. So there's a really good chance it's going to work for you. It's 100% drug-free. It's a natural way to ease your pain and get your life back. It's relieffactor.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. A couple of tweets here. Water snob, no filtered flint. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren did face a dilemma. The word American is now offensive. She couldn't say Native American. Oh, so she went with Indian <laughs> instead, There you go. Because it's less offensive. <laughs> B. DeBodine tweets, if only we had an advocate that could speak for us about the cost of streaming services and the fact that some of us struggle to watch TV shows like we like. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so good. Uh, up until uh, three months ago, I only had two streaming services. <laughs> so we were not able to watch some of the shows like we like. <laughs> we're having to rough it here at the Lumbee <laughs> Tribe. We only get the Netflix and the Hulu. <laughs> well, and Amazon. So it's actually three uh, okay. streaming so the, services. Only the three. But we don't have Disney+. Plus. We don't have no Warner Brothers. Uh huh. What about Showtime? We don't have no Showtime or HBO. We, it's a struggle for my kids to watch the 
you know, the nudie shows that come on late at night. Whoa. It's a struggle for them to watch them. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that, that little buffering circle of death. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just annoying, right? Right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Good Boys. You seen? Have you, you see about that? You read about that in the paper today? You know what that movie is about? No, Jay. What again? I saw that it was the number one movie of the week over the weekend, and I'd never even heard of it. Uh-huh. Good Boys. So I uh, looked into it yesterday, watched the trailer. It is again. It's the number one movie in America. Made twenty one million over the weekend. Wow. It's about three young kids. They're like sixth graders, so they're what eleven, twelve. They use the f word. Over and over and over. Talk about all different kinds of sex. Uh, and I thought, okay, so it's all right now for Hollywood to use small children wow. for that kind of filth and degradation. What? And everybody's laughing. And so I, I scrolled down and I read the comments below the trailer. Every single one I read loved the fact that Hollywood has finally shown preteens for what they really are. Okay, so it's okay to take these preteen actors and run them through all of this garbage. That's okay now. And apparently, according to everything I read, uh, yes, it is. Mm. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, Dylan says that there's an ad out there for the movie that features the director telling the kid actors... That they can't watch their own trailer because it's so filthy. Yeah. Yeah, it's Seth Rogen. Okay. Yeah, who's despicable. And... uh, Uh. Uh, he's the one responsible for this wonderful movie. <laughs> Again, I mean, all bets are off in Hollywood. There's no filter anymore. It used to be that you don't put little kid actors through this kind of stuff. I, I remember in, when did uh, uh, Jerry Maguire come out? Was that 97, 96 or 97? In there somewhere. And they had the little kid say to Tom Cruise after he used the F word, you said you, he's got this lisp. You said F. <laughs> 96. <laughs> and and Cruz says, yeah, I, I, I did. I did. Uh, and that was a big controversy because the little kid said the F word. Well, wow. Uh, we're way beyond that now. Uh, oof. What's next? What's next for our children? I shudder to think. Oh, God. It's not going to be good. Because, again, we've just, all our traditional values have been flushed right down the toilet. We don't have any anymore. It's just gone. Speaking of Hollywood, Dwayne The Rock uh, Johnson just married his longtime girlfriend, Lauren Hashian, in Hawaii. Isn't that adorable? That is adorable. He's 47 now. He revealed on Instagram that he tied the knot with longtime girlfriend and singer, music producer, Lauren Hashian. Look at that. What a cute couple. Oh, Seriously. Aren't they adorable? Yeah, a good-looking couple. She'll make a good-looking first lady when he's president, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I mean, as, as uh-huh. fact, somebody pointed out on Twitter, uh, I mean, look at those arms. Yeah, right? I mean, she's arms. got first incredible. lady arms. Incredible arms. Obviously. No question about it. Not as incredible, obviously, as Michelle Obama. No, but no, nobody no, no, no. That's the standard. Speaking Please. of which, over the weekend, uh, John Oliver was taking shots at Trump and uh, the first lady. Then, of course, there was this. NBC News has confirmed President Trump has talked to aides and members of Congress about possibly buying Greenland. 
course he did. Greenland is icy, distant, and semi-autonomous. It's exactly Trump's type. Now, okay, that's really funny because he, he's saying Melania wow. is all of those things. What a long way to the well to right? rip on her of all and people. And why? Why, why? did he do this? I, I seriously, I don't understand. I don't understand the Trump, the Donald Trump hate, let alone the Melania Trump hate. Uh, that's just crazy. What has she done except be beautiful and classy? Oh, she married the, the public enemy number one for them. Wow. it's and That's her big crime. And again, that's fair game because all bets are off on the left. If you're criticizing somebody on the right, it's fine. You can go anywhere you want. You can bash anybody you want. Uh, you can drag anybody through the mud. And it's not a problem. But if anybody on the right does that to anyone like Michelle Obama... Ooh, you'll be taken to task. You'll probably lose your job, and you'll be drummed out of society. Mm-hmm. We're going to send you to, like, Leprosy Island, and oh, whoa, whoa. you could live out your life there. Where's Leprosy Island? It sounds like a kind of a... It's, like a you go out this door, touristy take place. a left, and just keep going until you hit ocean, and then swim for about uh, 1,500 miles, and you can't miss it. It's right there on your right. Le- leprosy Island? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So huh. let me know how that goes. Okay, I'll check it out. He said just go out the door, turn left. Yeah, turn left. Just keep, keep going until you hit the ocean, then mm-hmm. swim out 1,500 miles it's mm-hmm. right there on your right. Okay? Leprosy Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, now, a little royal hypocrisy. Harry and uh, and Meghan Markle. I don't. Is, is her name still Meghan Markle, or is it now Oh. whatever Harry's last name is? Are they Windsors? Because that's it's the House of Windsor, but I don't know if that that's their last name. Just so you know, uh, Megan is of course Duchess of Sussex, and he's the Dutch. Is he the Dutch? The Duke. <laughs> he's the, to the Dutch and Duchess. Uh-huh. It's the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, <laughs> and they arrived in Nice, France, the other day aboard a twelve-seat Cessna aircraft. These are nice private jets, um, and these. These hypocrites have taken three private jet trips in eight days <laughs> to the south of France and to other exotic locations. Uh, and they keep, you know, all the while talking about how bad climate change is. Um, hello? Do you, do you know that you're doing more than other people do? You're doing more in a year than others do in a lifetime. The lack of self-awareness it's never unbelievable. ceases to amaze with these people. Just really unbelievable. It was a 12-seat Cessna Citation Sovereign. Those are nice planes. Took it to the French Riviera uh, in a trip that would have created seven times more emissions per person per person than a commercial flight and cost more than uh, about $30,000 to hire. Gas-guzzling flight came just two days after the couple returned by private jet to the UK from Ibiza after a six-night getaway to mark M- Megan's 38th birthday. Where's Ibiza? Is that down near the Leprosy Island? Yes, it's very close. Ibiza. <laughs> the couple's uh, extraordinary string of private jet flights comes after Harry attended a green summit organized by tech giant Google in Sicily where he delivered an impassioned speech on saving the environment, <laughs> but also was transported there by private jet, <clears throat> helicopters, and yachts. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take the hypocrisy from these people. Mix in a, a belching locomotive and you've 
covered everything. Jeez. <laughs> grief. Crazy. It's abs- absolutely crazy and horrifying. But we should be used to it because it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time on the left. And is anybody talking about this in the mainstream media? No. No, of course not. <laughs> Just... And his dad actually believes that we're going to be eating each other in a few years if we don't get a grip on this. <laughs> That's right. If you, seriously, think about this. If you're honestly convinced that in a few years the world is going to turn to cannibalism because of climate change, don't you live your life a little bit differently? Uh-huh. I think you would. And set the example for the rest of us that, hey, look it, I'm cutting back. I actually flew on a commercial jet with all the little people around me, it was nauseating, and yet I endured it because I want to set a good, good example for you little people. <laughs> it's just, they won't do that, though. They won't do that. Nope. So, because they're killing the planet, might be a good idea to buy a survival bunker right now. Apparently that business is booming. There was a guy, uh, a developer, Larry Hall, who just built condominiums with high ceilings and spacious living rooms. Uh, There are swimming pools, saunas, and movie theaters in these condos. And they're all in a a nuclear, a former nuclear missile site underground. (laughs) This would be a really cool survival survival bunker. Uh, The survival condos start at 1.3 million and go up from there. But there's 12 apartments, I guess... They're, they sold out when he first built them in uh, 2012. Some of them have come back up for sale. But uh, luxury. If there's ever a nuclear explosion, wouldn't you want to be in a luxury bunker like that? Got to get to it first, man. <laughs> yes, you It's not yes, like you're you just going to conveniently be checking it out when the <laughs> bomb hits. And this one is in the middle of Kansas. So mm-hmm. uh, you might want to, I don't know, drive. live somewhere nearby. It's quite I a guess, ways away. to have one of these. I mean, that's not as far away as Leprosy Island is, which, no. by the way, if I do follow your instructions, yes, I did look this up. If I go out the front door here and I turn left, like you said, until I yeah. hit the ocean, mm-hmm. that would be the Pacific Ocean. Right. Okay, because that's due west of here. That 15, was my plan. 1,500-mile swim. Mm-hmm. That doesn't even get me about halfway to Hawaii, man. No, but sure? there's a little island You're there. You're sure? Um, yes. It doesn't show up. It's not even mapped. No, it's just a little private island Leprosy where island. all the lepers go, and uh, you'll see it there. You can't miss it. Huh, okay. Right there on your right. I'll look for it. Look for us uh, tomorrow, right here. Pat Gray Unleashed.